Welcome back, Stack Attack Squad, to the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. Your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. Yo, 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 what's up? It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Trella. With me, as always, is my boy, Trader Andy. What's going on, my dude? What's going on, bro? What's, how Nothing. you been? I don't know, man. We've been talking fantasy sports all day long, both football and baseball. So we yeah. figured we'd invite our wives in and maybe Pigbird and one or two other people. So, yeah. oh, we're up to two. There we are, both wives. Oh, yeah. Cheers, yeah, ladies. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I've been trying all week to uh, avoid injury. I got, I'm working on my uh, icky shuffle for this weekend. Uh, I just gave you a little quick preview that will be. I need to see it now. Let's go right now. Let's go. I'm going to take you viral. Show me some cold cuts. On Facebook Live this weekend, we're going to find out if I'm bringing another little monster to the world or a beautiful baby uh, or a girl. But I'm hoping another boy. But so long as it's healthy. You just publicly declared for a preference? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just. Need to keep my namesake going a little longer. So there she is. Show in trouble. Show the world. All right, let's go. What do we got? It's horrible. Let's get some. I got some work to do. That, that was the worst moment in the history of audio. Wow. So, but a great moment in video. So, <laughs> kudos to you for that, man. That, that, oh. that was that was great, oh. dude. It, it, is Icky Wood still like four hundred pounds? Yeah, he looks like he's been eating too many cold cuts. <laughs> Processed food is not good. <laughs> well, there goes our two listeners have both checked in. Thank you, ladies. We love you both. Ladies in the house, but there's a third, and it, it must be Pigbird. It's got to be Pigbird. Pigbird, if it's you, identify yourself. <laughs> All right, it's probably a, a Russian bot, but um, nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, obviously, we're only rolling with uh, two people here today. Uh, I did not get any uh, uh, breaking news that there's any Facebook Live uh, items up for sale. Uh, last week, <laughs> last week I got the, the invite that you know Nick was trying to sell something at nine fifteen during our nine o'clock podcast about chandeliers. Chandelier, yeah. What did chandelier go for? Like fifteen well, bucks? Well, it was going for twenty or best offer. I said I will give you four dollars. I want it delivered because I don't live a quarter mile from them. Still waiting for it. I didn't get a tracking number, so I don't know where it is. But it's four dollars. I don't know where it is. Where are you, Nick? Dude, the the $4 is better than the $0 an hour plus zero benefits that we pay him. So, (laughs) I mean, can you blame the kid? Exactly. Oh, man. Well, for for those that are here for the fantasy baseball content, Nick is not with us. He may pop in at some point if he awakes from his beauty sleep. But, you know, we we figured he fell asleep on on the broadcast last week. So we just give him the week off and tell him to take a nap. Did the Andy, what is going on? I'm bleeding. I did the icky shuffle, and I'm bleeding my own blood. I don't know what happened. How did you hurt your knee? You didn't even touch the ground. I don't know. You didn't Maybe throw anything? Just landing on it just caused it to bleed. You didn't <laughs> land. 
Oh, oh man. All God. right. It's going to be a long one. This is horrible. This is the worst wow. moment in the history of podcasting. Well, I'm definitely going to be. Um, Trevor, edit um, out first five minutes. This is horrible. <laughs> All right. So, opener, so. Let, let's, uh, let, let's chat about some baseball here before the girls go. Say, say goodbye. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, you're, you're a gambling man. What are you uh, doing for uh, Sunday? The Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing that's going on Sunday. Oh, no. Sunday's all about the puppy bowl, bro. The <laughs> puppy bowl and the gender reveal. Like, the, the game is, is number three. Yeah, I'm going, so, I think I'm going to uh, go on heads for the coin toss this year. Okay. Heads <laughs> heads never fails? I don't know. I won't tell last year and I lost, remember? that That's actually the best odds <laughs> on the board. At minus 104, that's the best you can go. So, Chrissy wants us to bet on Team Rough. That's highly illegal. You cannot bet on the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I'm sure, we can find some kind of offshore sucker. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah Thick Nick Tony from uh, Great Kills. No, he's not. He's not taking action on the Puppy Bowl, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I'm going root for Bengals. So let's go Bengals. All right, Bengals. How can you do that? Oh. Dude, we both root for terrible yeah. football teams. We yeah. both root for terrible football teams, and the Bengals have been more terrible more recently than both the Jets <laughs> and the Dolphins. Yeah. So they figured it out and got to the Super Bowl. Our teams are light years away from it. Like, how can you root for them? We shall I'm a see. Stafford guy. I, I always root for Stafford, man. He's one of my favorites <laughs> ever since he broke his arm and came back in and, and threw a touchdown pass on a, that NFL Films game. So I, I'm a big big Stafford guy. Cooper Cup won me a lot of money this year, a lot of <laughs> leagues. So, yeah, I got, I got a trade offer coming in. What? Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Uh, cool, cool. Just popped up. All right, so I, I, I'm definitely here, – here's the thing is you got Von Miller and Aaron Donald, and the Bengals have the worst offensive line possibly in the league. So he's going to be in trouble. You know, Burrow's going to be under fire the whole game. I, I can't see them containing this. You know, if Mixon has a big game and, and the Bengals you – know, do you really think Eli Apple's going to do anything? Come on, no. man. The Bengals secondary is terrible. Right. The Rams throw the ball like like better than anybody, and they <laughs> rush the rush the passer against the Swiss cheese defense. It, it's it's Rams minus four all day long for me, and <laughs> coin flip is tails heads whichever minus one and four. Yeah, it's got to be one of them. All right, that's enough about football. What else we got going on? Awesome, awesome. Uh, so the lockout. Uh, some. Uh oh, you look upset. Yeah, I, I was going to say something before we even got into baseball. You know, uh, the Knicks did not make any moves today. I'm very upset with the big thing that sent uh, Harden to Philly. Uh, I was hoping that Julius Randle would be gone, but he stuck with us for another couple of months. I hate him. All right, and now we talk baseball. Yeah, basketball is a joke. That trade's a joke. The money's a joke. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So the commissioner announced today he was expected to announce a delay to, to spring training. And he went into his news conference and said quite the opposite and gave it a vote of confidence 
that the season should start on time, even if there is a delay to spring training. So that that's a kind of feeling like a good thing. You get a little bit more excited hearing that. Uh, yeah, I, uh, until it happens, you know, I'm not gonna get my hopes up. The one good thing that came out is today they basically said the universal DH is a, is, is a lock. All right. Both sides agreed to it. So, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I kind of like it. I, I've long always been a National League purist. I, I love to watch small ball. You know, I, I always preferred a two to one game over a nine to seven game. I like good pitching. I like to watch bunting. Sacrifice flies are awesome. <laughs> Where are you at? You, this is better for fantasy, right? Obviously, obviously. I uh, No one wants to see a pitcher go up there and hit unless you're, you know, Jacob DeGrom, Noah Syndergaard, those type of players or guys like that. But you, you don't want to see it. You know, And you don't want to see the, the pitchers running the bases and getting hurt like uh, the Yankees pitcher uh, a couple years back. And uh, it's just better for baseball. Just put them out there. Let them pitch. Uh, and... I'm excited. Uh, there's definitely going to be uh, those catchers that will get the extra days behind the plates. You know, you got the couple batters who are awful in the field, like we're going to discuss a little later, like Marcelo Zuna uh, and your boy, Seth Lightbeer. Uh, he's probably going to get a, a chance at DH as well because he doesn't really have a position. So, you know, it's definitely going to help some people in the positives. All right, all right. I I I could take that. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm torn on it. I'm torn on it. I, I'm not in love with it. You know, the the one thing I heard today too, which is actually surprising, which is why this is a good thing for 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 uh, the lockout. Did you know that the American League DH is the highest paid position in all of baseball? That's pretty surprising, right? I was not aware of that. So DHs make more money on average yeah. than any other position. And I, I think the reason for that is because it's usually a veteran player. That's your quote-unquote DH. Yeah. So, you know, even pitchers, you know, you got you got some pitchers that are making $30, $40 million a year, but there's other pitchers that are, you know, making 500000 So it kind of balances it all out. But the yeah. average salary of – DHs in the American League is higher than any other hmm. position in baseball. Pretty surprising, right there. Um, any players overall that you think will get a little boost? You just men mentioned Seth Beer. Uh, any anybody else that you're kind of on board with getting a boost for fantasy? Maybe uh, Robbie Cano. Okay, uh, possibly nice. if he uh, doesn't get. Bought out, which I don't think is going to happen at this point. But uh, I think that his uh, fielding skills a couple years later have di diminished even more. And I think, you know, he's still a good bat as long as he's on the juice, which we're going to lead into our next segment on that because you said yeah, – We'll uh, get there in a minute. Yeah. So, you know, there's no testing for the juice, so he could be uh, on the loose. All right. Um, I think Kyle Schwarber is going to benefit from this. Maybe not for fantasy, but – Personally, because now teams like, uh, you know, he's been rumored to to have talked to the Phillies. He's been rumored to talk to the Rockies. These teams are all in play now. So he has so yeah. many more suitors 
Nelson uh, I, I think he's somebody that'll that'll plop in and some teams might use him as a leadoff hitter. Others will use him in the four or five spot. So there's some definite fantasy value there either way. Uh, but my guy, I, I said it two, three weeks ago, real, real deep sleeper for the Cubs. Harold Ramirez is just my guy. I, I think he benefits from this. Yeah. Um, 85th percentile on average exit velocity, 94th percentile max exit velocity, uh, 80, 81st percentile on hard hit rate, and an 88th percentile on sprint speed. So this is a guy that brings a little bit of everything to the table. Uh, you know, that DH spot in, in Chicago, you know, they may spend some money. They may look at, uh, Anthony Rizzo. They may look at, uh, yeah, yeah. Other free agents, Castellanos as a possibility, maybe, wow. maybe even, you know, looking for some trade options. Well, you got to realize if, yeah. if they keep the salary down and Ramirez has an opportunity to play, this is somebody you're going to get at the back of your draft for free that has the ability to make an impact like, you know, like my Yande Diaz uh, uh, mm. call from a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, that was a good one. I, obviously, people have to realize that they're still part of the offseason that's going to take under underway once the uh, lockout goes away. So, I mean, right now, which is, you know, just looking for uh, shits and giggles, and I looked on uh, roster resource before, and they actually have – Ramirez starting in the outfield, and they have Clint Frazier at DH for the Cubs. Yeah, so you know a yeah, lot right. of things got to happen. Uh, so that Frazier's another one that you know his playing time is almost guaranteed with the yeah. DH. So def definitely, those are two great options at the end of your draft, yeah. especially if you're in a 15 team or you know standard 30 rounds. And, you know, make it happen. Fire these guys up, right? Fire them yeah. um, up. Yeah, that's number two. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, so the other thing too with the universal DH, do it, the NL pitchers take a hit because ten percent of their maybe eight percent to eight to ten percent of their batters faced for a starting pitcher is the pitcher. So, do we kind of that used to be a thing for me? Not so much mm. recently. I would always take the guy in the NL over the guy in the AL to break a tie. Is that something yeah. to look at? Uh, I don't know if it's going to really uh, put in too much uh, value into it. So downgrade we'll your Marlins starters. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, but yeah, you you just started talking about the other end of it is right now they're not testing for PEDs. That's very interesting. Beautiful. Mm, I am not an expert on PEDs based on my, uh, you know, 140 pound playing weight. That way. <laughs> you are a resident PED advisor. Um, I think so I'm the first me, one can, in the world. Yeah. Can, can someone cycle on, get off of it, be clean on time for when they start testing again. And, you know, when the, when the testing resumes, be clean, come out and get an advantage out of that. Like, I believe so. Or do you have to be they, cycling in order to uh, there's get ways, the advantage? There's ways to uh, mask uh, the test. So, you know, there's, there's ways that you can get around it. And, you know, if, you know, if you're, Ramon Laureano, obviously you need to do some uh, PEDs or you're not going to be in the, the major leagues. Oh, yeah, 
I just don't know what is true. I, he's like the one person that I just don't know. You know, obviously, you have to realize um, steroids does not make you hit better. Okay, you still have to have the great hand-to-eye uh, contact skills that Barry Bonds had. Okay, you if you hit the ball, it's going to go farther. Okay, but you also have to realize that uh, the the biggest point of this is when it's a hundred degrees out and everybody's tired, you won't be because you recover faster on the cycle, and that's you do not. You know, you're not going to feel weak one day. You're just going to be ready to go while everyone else is struggling. You will be there, amped up and ready to go. So that's the biggest thing with the with the PEDs. That's interesting. That's the first time I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I want to go back and look at Sammy Sosa and McGuire <laughs> and Bonds and see how many of their home runs came late in the game. Yeah. 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 Third, third time through the order for the pitcher. That's or, interesting, man. Or or a day game after a night game. You know, there's another yeah. thing. People are dragging ass and Bonds is hitting bombs. You know, it's yeah. I think I'm the first resident PED person in the industry. And I love you are the I you are so. the PED expert in the industry. <laughs> That's I awesome. Love I love it. <laughs> uh we, we we have to capitalize on that. Yeah, I think so. I think so. All right. So do you think there's going to be a Todd Hunley 50 home run season this year? Like, is that going to happen? Something like that? Uh, well, or no, we're, we're, just, we're probably overthinking this. We're, we're overthinking it. I don't think there's going to be at this point. I don't think there's going to be a full season. So I don't think there's going to be 50 home runs. So Ouch. yeah, I, I, I actually think that we're going to probably miss a month and it's just every day. Ouch. Every day is just. Well, what Manfred said today was, you know, they're they're probably not starting by, I, I think it was the 16th, which is less than a week from now they were supposed to report. Yeah. So it's probably closer to March 1st. So I think these teams are kind of, you know, on, on their players and like, get your ass, you know, simulating games and everything for now. Usually they throw their first outing, 30, 40 pitchers, because that, that's all they're concerned about is the pitching. Um, yeah. You know, get yourself ready for your first outing in spring is going to be a five-inning outing, and we're going to ramp up quickly, which might lead to in- injuries. But I, I I think that they could curtail spring training from uh, from six weeks to four and still give us almost a full season. Maybe yeah. lose a week. Maybe lose a week. Okay. Okay. So, and right. the performances might not be there either because some of them might be rusty to get down to game time. All right. All right. Well, as we wait for gameplay to come back, the news cycle is quite slow. Um, but there, there's a lightning rod out there that we could lead off with, and that's my my dude, um, which I could potentially be canceled by – the next five minutes for supporting Trevor Bauer. Um, you know, it came out in the uh, Los Angeles court system that he will not face any charges. You know, he still is subject to investigation by MLB, which my biggest, my only concern for, for his return in a timely fashion 
is that Manfred could care less about investigating right now because he's busy with the lockout information and all that. So I think Bauer's on the back back burner and all. But even even if it's a month into the season, I, you know, I, I I trust his ability to get ready. He's probably ready right now more than anybody else in the league to to go out and throw nine innings right now because that's who he is and, yeah. and his his preparation is better than anybody's. But I, I said it, I, I think, on our first baseball pod of the year was he's one of the smartest guys in the game. He's got the resources because he's, you know, a $40 million an hour, uh, an hour <laughs> $40 million a year pitcher. You know, he knew what he was getting into. His lawyers kept him well informed, and they knew that he was not going to be facing charges. Obviously, you know, what, what comes from Manfred is what's going to come from Manfred. We don't know yet, but he knew this is what was coming. That's why he was calling himself on social media, the 2022 Cy Young winner, right? <laughs> Doesn't lack uh, any kind of uh, doubt in his mind. He's, he's ready yes. to roll. Yes. Now, yes. The, the question is, I mean, all right, so some, some leagues I'm in actually put a ban on him and you're not allowed to draft him. Okay. What kind of crap is that? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Dude, something. you should quit that league right now. <laughs> right now, uh, that is the so, stupidest crap I've ever heard. Well, it, it, it's one league, and uh, it's preference, I guess. I mean, in every other league, me and you have him in every other league, and we're getting him in the two to three hundreds. So we're about to cash on everything. I'm I'm so offended that you have a league that said that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how I, I can't want, believe that, that. That's that big dynasty league that uh, they called me a ringer, and uh, I took a sixty round league. It's all sports writers. It's all writers from. Did college. anybody say anything after I, they, no it really came out that he did not do anything wrong? Nothing. And that out. the woman is full of shit. Like <laughs> well, she might be full of something else too, but um, oh my god! Huh? <laughs> but um, yeah, how many how many people are actually cancel. how many uh, people are actually not drafting him and passing on free money? Well, his ADP in the last two days since the announcement came out has gone from uh, in the three hundreds mm-hmm. up to one eighty six. So it's fixing itself. So yeah. by the time we get to TGFBI in 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 uh what is it two weeks? Yeah, two and a half weeks. You're gonna have to yeah. look at round. You're gonna have to look at round ten or better if yeah. you want him. So, but I'll I'll take him. I he he's a second round talent. Yeah, absolutely. You know, let, 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 let's let's do a quick exercise here, right? All right. So, um, let's let's assume that he's on the mound for. The first week of the season as a Los Angeles Dodger. Do you want him or Brandon Woodruff? I want him. Right. So he's a second round talent right now. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. And if he misses a month because of the investigation and everything like that, Mm -hmm. you pick up somebody, you know, if you're, if you're in a a, a 12 team league, you pick up Rowan wick and and pop him in there. Yeah. To, for for a month and a half, and then you got a piece of trade bait. Come on, man, this is free money. And, yeah, you know that. 
now as people are starting to watch and you know <laughs> our, our 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 amount of people watching has multiplied by five in the last 10 minutes <laughs> we're, we're about to be canceled for it but uh <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah i don't know man it's the the dot what's your take on the dodgers rotation obviously you know walker bueller was a, a big conversation piece for us today in a trade didn't happen <laughs> um yeah you know urius is 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 the man in dynasty he's he's an sp1 if you're you're doing yeah. a dynasty startup right now. I I like Gonsolin. I'm taking him late, but other than that, he's getting um, a lot of. Well, when's uh, Dustin May gonna be back? Uh, late. Yeah, late. Almost the whole season. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and he may be in a relief role when he comes back. You know. Yeah. Well. Thing. Yeah. Definitely, he's not gonna come back and go right into the rotation. Uh. So I mean, who else do we have? Uh. You know, you got uh. Oh, a, a, a guy I think that's going to be better this year, and I know you probably hate him, Andrew Haney. Yeah, he's bad. I, I I don't know. They have to know something that I don't know. He's only 30 years old. Only? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's been around forever. Has he ever had a sub-4 ERA ever? I don't know. But no. He's in <laughs> L.A. now. Right. I. And and there's always the the lingering Clayton Kershaw issue, you know. He's still yeah. a free agent. I don't think he's. Gonna I, don't th I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's coming yeah. back. He'll be somewhere. Texas, I think. Yeah. He lives there. But yeah, the pitching uh, a year ago was very very deep, and now it's not. I mean, they still have David Price lingering around there. That's true. Yeah. Uh, a guy that's in the minor leagues right now that you could fire up is uh, Bobby Miller. Uh, he's uh, ready to go. Uh, he's on the verge of putting in some quality innings. Um, so, I mean, but then again, they have lots of money in the preseason. Well, no, none of this affects Trevor Bauer, which is what we were yeah. talking about. Oh, yeah. Because if the Dodgers put him on the active roster, he, he's their SP1 right off the bat. You know, yeah. I mean – SP one dot two, you know him and Bueller, you know personal preference there, but but Bauer is the better pitcher. Yeah, um, it, it it's possible he gets traded. Yeah. Um, it's possible that you know they don't want to take the PR hit, which I don't understand. But I was like, uh, the Mets will jump right in there. Listen, I, I <laughs> if, if you're drafting in the next two to three weeks, like I am several times. You, you take Trevor Bauer in the top 10 rounds. I don't care. Like, this guy's a second-round talent. And if you take him in the 10th round and, God forbid, something wacky happens. And th that's the thing is this man missed, like, 60, 70 games last year. Yeah. Like, e even if they decide to suspend him, it'll be time served, you know? Get back on yeah. the field. Like, like, that's what it is. Like, He's already done his 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 freaking penance, whatever. Yeah, fire up our top ten rounds, make it happen, <laughs> and, and enjoy him, enjoy Yelich, enjoy Bellinger. These guys are all making a comeback. Uh, everybody that was on my TGFBI team last year, will, yeah, will, will, in in the top three rounds, <laughs> will be studs, except for Alberto Mondesi. 
cross him off the list. Yeah, that guy's dead. <laughs> All right, let's let's go stay in the same division, but we're going to talk about a, a guy that is on the complete opposite end of the the spectrum. Let's talk about Dan Straley for a second. Um, when when COVID that guy's first alive, hit, guys alive, dude, that's my dude, man. Yeah, that's my you, dude. All right. Let, yeah, you you know, like me and you took an interest in the KBO, and it got to the <laughs> point where we were winning, we were winning cash games in DFS <sighs> day after day after day. It was free money, KBO. Yeah, do, got a hat. I pray it's there. I we, we might. I mean, if baseball's delayed, that might be. Yeah, we. I got to do some uh. bears. <laughs> whatever, whatever, man. So. Dan Straley was actually uh, – he played two years for the Latte Giants, okay? Um, last year, he led the league in strikeouts. But the year before, he had maybe the best year a pitcher in the KBO ever had. Um, 250 ERA, 102 whip, and 200-plus strikeouts, uh, which was unheard of for a, a, a local player, an international player. It never had happened before. It was the best year they've ever seen. Um, he signed a minor league contract this year due to the lockout because right now free agency is locked, so you can only sign minor league contracts. Um, and if you were making $900,000 in Korea last year and you were a star and you got offered an opportunity to come back stateside for the same money on a minor league deal to play in Arizona where it's beautiful year-round, uh, with a pretty much locked up opportunity for a rotation spot, wouldn't you take it? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Right. See, the, the, the thing with Straley was in 2019, he had a problem with the long ball. He, he uh, gave up over four home runs per nine, but the last two years in Korea, uh, they were it, both years were under one home run per nine uh i obviously it's a different player pool and different talent level that you're playing against um but and obviously he's not you know making starts in course field mm. but he fixed it and he got it down to 0. 0.5 uh, i think last year and 0. 0.7 the year before so the problems he, he was having with his slider which was his best pitch when he was still in the mlb it seems like he fixed it um you know, so maybe there's an opportunity for a pretty decent starting pitcher there. Yeah, his ADP is after bench rounds in 15 team leagues, 30 rounds. He's not getting drafted. I mean, he's only been stateside for a week, so that should probably change. But this is a guy I, you know, I, I watched a lot of KBO baseball, and it's pretty exciting. And th 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 there's a lot to be excited about here, man. There, I, I I'm firing up Dan Straley. Make it happen, you know. Waking up at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, if you're in a draft champions league like we've done so many of, you know, fifty round draft and holds, he's a must get on your team because th there's such a high ceiling. In, in a, you know, a league with a bench, mm. seven round bench, maybe your last player. He's not. He's he's worth a flyer. Somebody to watch on the waiver wire. If you're in a league like we are with Skidoo, where there's no bench, you know he's not going to make your top nine pitchers. Speaking but. of somebody that won't be on the waiver wire, what about that guy right there, man? Oh, I see a blurb. Jeremy Giambi. Yeah, that's unfortunate. 
Yeah. Anything come out about what happened yet? They're saying suicide. Oh, that's disgusting. I, uh, that's, that, that hurts yeah. my heart. That yeah. hurts my heart, man. Yeah. Yeah. He he was a he was a uh, he was a fantasy riser at one point. He was a you know his first couple of years he was an exciting player, uh, mo mostly because he could run a little bit more than his brother. But we all thought he was going to be the next coming of his brother, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was you know he's probably his. Uh, I mean, I mean his best year. I mean, he was an on base guy. He was more like that, but. You know, he was I you saw a lot about him in the Moneyball in that movie. You know, he was obviously a partier. He was he didn't care about the well he says he didn't care about the uh Jason get more money than him and everything, but I mean, you know, his his best year he, he was you know, he had twenty home runs, you know, career two sixty three hitter, um three seventy seven on base, you know. He was okay. I definitely had a lot of his rookie cards thinking I was going to cash in, but that did not happen. He he was on the negative end of one of the most famous plays in history. Do you remember that? Yeah, the 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 Jeter. Yeah, the Jeter flip. Jeter yeah. flip. Yeah. yeah, definitely. He should have slid. Yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> Co Coach Smith probably lost yeah. his shit. Yeah. <laughs> right, Absolutely. JFK High School, Jerry Smith. He's slid. <laughs> <laughs> dude do you do you know i i mean this is out of left field sorry but coach smith the the one day we were in practice and one of the guys that was one of our bench players made you know slid funny into second base and yeah. we were all at our positions in in the field and everything like that and he was embarrassed at how this guy on our team slid he made us all stop what we were doing and slide five times right at our position. I'm sitting there on first base with my glove sliding <laughs> into first at, base. At practice? What a joke. Huh? At practice? practice? In practice. Oh, all, right. all right. I thought it was a game. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Uh, that would have been a whole other story, but <laughs> that, that that's a story for another day. Yeah. Um, so so let's let's go local now, man. Let's talk about the New York Yankees. There's rumors now that they're interested in Freddie. Freeman and I, I'm guessing Nick is still asleep because I figured uh, when we mentioned <coughs> Mr. Freeman and the Yankees, that's when he would wake up. But no uh, sign. No, no sign. Say, you know what? Until you know, until we see the Braves pass, we'll see what happens. I just, I don't see it happening. I, I don't. I think you know the the Braves are corporate America. They're actually owned by. A corporate company, and you know they just won a World Series. They have cash coming out all over. He just wants one more year. He wants the sixth year, and you just won them World Series. He should get it. Uh, as far as I know, he's gonna come back to the Braves until he doesn't. And you know, you could see him go to the Dodgers. You could see him go to the Yankees. I mean, there's gonna be some teams that are gonna be lining up for him. Uh, I actually think. Once he finds a spot, then Matt Olson will. Uh, I think he, he's going to be the, the next uh, player you pivot to, who's uh, you know going to cost you a little bit in trade. But the, the right gonna, Olson's a trade partner, not, not yeah, a free agent. Yeah, yeah, and they're basically going to trade the entire team. So once you know somebody misses out on Freeman, then someone's going to overpay for Olson. 
So, right. so well, I have to also think that the fact that it, it seems like in this collective bargaining agreement that the the draft pick compensation for lost free agents is probably going to be eliminated. Yeah. I, they can't let Freeman walk and get nothing, right? Yeah. Because yeah. th- that would be a first, second round sandwich pick that they would get, which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I just you – know, the Braves don't have that great of a farm system, so they definitely need the all the help they can get. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I just, you know, you know, thank God Nick's not here. So, you know, because everybody's going to the Yankees. But it's not like that anymore. It's everyone going to the Mets now. Um, but you have to uh, realize one of the person that could help with uh, the DH, and I forgot to bring this up before, is Max Muncy. Uh, he's a person who is having uh, problems with his elbow. Um, they're not sure he can play through it. But obviously – putting him at DH and letting him recover that way while he hits 36 homers into the into the lake out there in San Francisco and uh, calling people out on it. Uh, I love that call. When he's like, remember when he hit that off of uh, – Go get it out of the yeah, ocean. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> so uh, Riddleware made T-shirts of that. Yeah, it's absolutely, pretty awesome. absolutely. So um, I think that that would be an ideal spot for him to DH there and someone else play uh, first base. So it's either going to be – you know, someone like Freeman that comes in, or they might trade for Olsen, or you, you never know, you know, so. Yeah, it's the Dodgers, you're right. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's just one thing about this, though. <clears throat> I, I know he's a world-class athlete, and he's got, you know, you know, the medical staff of the Los Angeles Dodgers and all of MLB behind him. Dude, I have a torn UCL right now, which is the injury he has. In, it's in my non-throwing shoulder elbow. I can't lift this glass of water with that hand. Like I don't use my right arm for anything at all right now because it hurts <laughs> so goddamn much. And mm. you know, I go every six months for a uh, cortisone shot because right? I don't want to have surgery. It's a miserable, miserable experience. Mm. And this guy has not had surgery, so he's going through the same crap. He's just got better drugs and and you know, yeah. physical therapy than I do. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I love- he's, I crossed him off my, my draft board. I'm just I'm not, not doing I it. Zero shares, zero shares. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll just continue to take Reese Hoskins <laughs> getting I'll, drafted I'll, after him instead. No problem. Take anybody after him at this point. Right. Yeah. Well, but, you yeah. mentioned the Braves farm system. Um, <laughs> so where are we at with, uh, their outfield situation because it's kind of murky. I mean, Acuna Acuna looks like he's going to be back. You know, maybe a couple weeks late. Um, Duvall was a stud late last year, a lot of pop. But they're saying now Marcelo Zuna is going to come back and he's going to play. Yeah, he's going to play. You know, you know the manager so much has said I don't care about anything else except for the fact that he can get into the batter's box and hit home runs. Um, so is, is, yeah. is Pache and Waters, are, are they Mm-mm. an afterthought for fantasy uh, this year? You're, they're not looking uh, to those people right now. Uh, Waters had a bad year. Uh, his bat took a, a nosedive. Uh, Pache came up and struggled mightily. 
He's a, a gold glove outfielder right now, but he has zero offense right now. Uh, so you're looking at right now Acuna, uh, Duvall, and then you have uh, two guys who, uh, I mean, last year at the trade deadline, they went out and picked up all these corner outfielders. So you still have, uh, you know, get, get off my Jock Peterson, uh, who is currently free agent, but I hear they're going to bring him back. Oh, and really? Then, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, That's interesting. And then uh, another guy, uh, Eddie Rosario, who they had as well. Um, so he might actually come back as well. So uh, I don't think, uh, you know, their best outfielder right now in the minor leagues is Michael Harris, and he still needs a little more seasoning, probably another year or so. So I think uh, with the free agency uh, coming around, I think they're going to uh, look that way to uh, upgrade. Yeah, let me tell you something, though. You know, Freddie Freeman is a hot-button topic. I'm looking at his uh, – you know, his home run chart. Uh, if you take his 31 home runs last year in Atlanta, yeah. well, all stadiums, and put him in Yankee Stadium, <laughs> 42 home runs. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he's aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty yeah. sure he knows that. So, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't think there's a hometown discount, bro. No. No, I don't think so. But I, I think uh, the Yankees definitely need a, a lefty bat as well. But I uh, don't feel uh, inclined to talk about the Yankees with uh, Nick not here. <laughs> so right, that, that that's fair. Um, anything else you want to talk to talk about in baseball? You know, we got TGFBI coming up. Fifteen team league. Have you put any thought into your KDS? What pick you want? Oh well, you know I did start a, a fifteen team uh, last week, and it's uh, it's ugly. Uh, I, it's hard. I'm picking out of the eighth spot right now, and it's just very difficult. So I'm either looking, I would like to get into the top five or the bottom five. I don't like to be in the middle. Uh, the only thing with that is. With a, a bigger draft is you have to be aware of what's going on. Obviously, if you are picking at the end of the draft and a closer run starts on the other side of the turn, you're going to end up with uh, Armando Benitez. So you have to make sure that, that good, bro. <laughs> that uh, you have to make sure that you're, you know, try to avoid the the runs or actually be part of it when it's happening. Right. Um, well, I. <laughs> I, I, I tend to disagree with you a little bit. Um, cool. being, being in the top five is obviously it feels good in the first round, but yeah. it, it, it feels kind of gross in the second round. I, I, I don't like it. I don't like the back, back end of the second round. You know, Right now in the NFBC, you're seeing closers go there, <clears throat> and then you know Starlin Marte, pitchers like – Burrius, Giolito, um, even Marcus Simeon. Like, that's not second Ugh. round talent to me. That's third, fourth round talent, even fifth on some ends. <laughs> I'm kind of feeling a little bit better about being at the back end. I, I mean, I, I started, I started an NFBC league, and I got the 13th pick, and mm. I was disgusted by that. And I was disgusted after the first two rounds. But here, here's how it looks right now. Um, I went with Burns in the first round because there was a run on the outfielders. 
I like the back mm -hmm. end because you have that Acuna Trout value spot over there that most people are letting them go into the second round. Not sharp players, but you know, you get Acuna or Trout at the back end of the first or as your second player, it's kind of a gold mine. But so I went Burns in the first and then uh, took bets on the comeback because I wanted a, at least some type of batting average and stolen bases from my first hitter. Um, and then I went with uh, Lindor, who's a staple for us this year. And on the comeback, I took Freddie Peralta. So, I mean, two Brewers pitchers, that's a little scary. Um, <laughs> but I mean, there's 425 strikeouts from my two, two starting pitchers right off the bat. I mean, I don't know if the win totals there, but 425 strikeouts is pretty sweet. And then I went with uh, Will Smith in Altuve, and that's where I'm at right now through six. So I kind of like it a little bit, but I, I I'm a little bit of a fan of that middle range because Acuna, Trout, Otani are, are all in play there, and I just don't like the back end of the second round. That's where I'm at with that. But I, yeah. I, I got I got a lot more thought to put into it before we get to TGFBI and getting it started. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, if you end up with the first two picks, <clears throat> it's pretty easy. Trey and uh and your boy, <coughs> I'm worried. It's pretty about, easy. I'm worried what? about to tease a little bit. I'm a little worried about it. I, I heard uh, actually heard a doctor on uh, RotoWire, and he was talking about it, and they were talking about his shoulder and him not getting the uh, surgery. And every time he plays, there's a 64% chance that he re-injures it on a swing. With every swing? Yeah. There's a chance he can hurt it on every swing. It'll just pop and it'll be done. 64? Yeah. This is 64%. Um, it's uh, that's, scary. That's bad. Yeah. That's yeah. really bad. Yeah. 64% beats the Vic, bro. Like, <laughs> that, that's what that's what it is. A, a successful gambler to beat the mi the minus 110, you have to win 57% of the time. Yeah. So if you have a 63% chance of being injured, I'm betting on you being injured. <laughs> and I yeah. will win. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm I, I'm almost positive I heard that number, but they sounded very. It was six point three. Yeah, like very. It's a lot. Much concern. So that's why we've been taking Trey before I even heard about that. Anyway, uh, first because obviously with that extra, well, you know, Tatis gives you that extra position as well. But I, I don't need him uh, in the yeah. outfield. I, yeah, I, I don't need that. Yeah, outfield's so deep, man. So, but but. Trey's two position value is immense. Yeah. Especially in a best ball. If you're in a best ball and you don't take Trey Turner first, you're missing the point. Yeah. You know, I mean, you might be a, 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 a Soto Stan or if, if the format Otani, you know, if it's daily, Otani's obviously number one overall, but Trey Turner's the, the top guy in best ball. Yeah. So, all right. Well, another thing, uh, you know, obviously with the uh, basketball trade deadline today, I was a little into the to the trades, so I'm like trying to look at trades. So I decided I was, you know, we were gonna, I was gonna come back and throw out one of my uh, uh, throwback guys. So while it better I'm not doing, be a basketball throwback. No, it's a baseball show. 
All so right. <laughs> um, uh, we, we, you know, with the trades, I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about a guy who also was part of a huge trade as well. So I'm going to give you the guy. All right. Uh, you can't. You can't announce it before I even say anything. But uh, all right. So let's see. He uh, 493 career home runs. Five-time All-Star, career 284 hitter. You there? You, you think you got it? Yeah, I got the answer. Okay, who First base. Yep. 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 The crime dog. Yep. yep. And nice. uh, yeah, in, <laughs> in 1990, he was traded uh, in the Joe Carter, Roberto Almar, Tony <sighs> Fernandez trade. Great trade. Yeah, yeah. Great trade. Uh, that was uh, one of the huge uh, uh, trades in our time. So it was, it was great. Cool. More importantly is his performance in the commercial for the Tom and Mansky School <laughs> of Hitting. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> with, with the hat. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a good one. Um, so I'll be uh, throwing those out uh, each week. And uh, – I, I, so we got work. I, I think I'm like four for my last four. Yeah, you're pretty good. Uh, so yeah, obviously I, I'm telling guys that weren't even Nick wasn't even born. So, um, <laughs> so what? Uh, what else? You what else you got working on? Nothing, man. Just getting ready for TGFBI. I plan on winning it this year. Um, I got Eno Saris in my in my division again this year. So yeah. that's kind of a, a Debbie Downer a little bit, but. I'm going to beat these dudes. I don't kiss rings. I'm ready to go. You know, I'm doing everything I can to prep for a 15 team league right now to get ready to win that. And then we go into, you know, home league season and uh, ramp it up to get everybody ready for that. Yeah. yeah. We got, we got to talk some uh, trade home league. Uh, all right. It's after yeah. uh, February 1st. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all. You got anything else intelligent you want to add before we get the hell out of here? No, I'm going to just be a little active on Twitter over the weekend so I can uh, not pay attention so much to the football. Um, and uh, hopefully I won't uh, get too hurt. The knee's recovering, so I'll just ice it up. I'll be ready to go on Sunday. Nice. Nice. <laughs> all right. So Sunday we're looking for uh, – we're rooting for the Rams. We're rooting for Team Rough in the Puppy Bowl. And we're rooting for, I guess, Team Second Son <laughs> in the gender reveal and the icky shuffle without an injury, right? Yes. Sounds good. That, that sounds like a good weekend, man. All right. All right. This has been the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. I'm at JTrella20. You can find this dude over here, over there, at AMAC22NJ. Trevor, thanks for all you do. Take us on out of here. Peace. Yeah. Oh, no.